Hi, I'm Stacy. I love chatting about how to find our callings, preferably cozied up with steaming beverages in a coffee shop. You can connect with me on social media at Stacy Summerow and subscribe to StacySummerow.com for a free discernment packet called How to Make the Right Choice. God's adventure awaits, my friend, and I am thrilled you're on the journey with me. Hello, I am Stacy Summerow, and this is not Ascension Presents, but if you're here from Ascension Presents because you saw one of my videos on that channel, welcome. I am so thrilled that you're choosing to join me over here today. To my returning subscribers, welcome. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for coming back. Faith is supposed to help us through our trials, but sometimes when we're going through a very extended period of suffering, dark night of the soul, we can run the risk of losing heart and we can start to feel like God is abandoning us. I went through this myself and so I want to share my story, but I also want to give you a framework. So if you are in that place of feeling abandoned, you know your faith needs healing, then I hope that this video will give you somewhere to go. Stick with me to the very end because I'm going to tell you about the bombshell revelation. God showed me that he was hiding in plain sight during my entire experience of extended suffering early in this year. So you will not want to miss that. So let's talk about it. It has been the most difficult year of my life. My daughter Enora was born after an emergency C-section. I had a placental abruption of unknown cause. And so basically she almost died. It took 22 minutes of CPR to bring her heart rate back. And that was just the beginning. So after a traumatic C-section then followed 126 days of awfulness, just terrible, terrible, awful, horribleness. She underwent four major surgeries. Like we're talking, they took her intestines out and cut off pieces of her intestine and sewed them back together, as well as countless other medical procedures. And she was left with a lifelong disability, which the doctors wouldn't tell us because they didn't know how bad it was going to be. If you guys want to watch a little bit more of her journey, I'm gonna link up here to a video that I made of her homecoming and her NICU journey. I also will link somewhere here a video with Father Mark Goring, who is one of my favorite YouTube priests. I was just in the midst of this trial and this suffering and asking God, you know, why would you do something like this to a baby. And so if that's a question that interests you, you can go back and watch that video. I'm in a slightly different place now. She's doing so well. Even though she has a disability, it's going to be mild. She's enjoying her life. She's playing with her toes and rolling over and sitting up and doing all these cute things that babies do. So I am much more at peace on that level. So today I really want to talk about kind of my interior journey and the longer term healing that has needed to happen and is happening to my faith. So during those 126 days of trials, I never felt good. I felt fearful and panicked and exhausted. And the first couple of weeks I was running on adrenaline after my C-section and I was like, we're gonna power through this. And then I just crashed. I just wanted to go back to my home and I wanted everything to just be okay. And it wasn't okay for so long. And during that time, I would pray every day. I had a very strong practice of prayer before the, the NICU. I would pray and meditate on scripture. I loved going to mass. I couldn't hear God speak anymore in the way that I was used to hearing him speak. Um, if I relaxed enough to actually be able to read scripture and pray, I would just fall asleep 
because I was so exhausted and panicked. My mind was going at hyperspeed all the time. And then if I went to mass and I saw cute, healthy little babies being snuggled by their parents, um, I would just... <laughs> I would just cry because my baby was lying in a hospital bed, sick and alone. As the time went on, I started to wonder why it was that at the moment when I needed my faith most to get me through this time, I suddenly felt this wall of silence from God. I wondered where he went. I wondered what he was up to. I didn't doubt that he existed, but I felt like he looked at me and he walked away. My faith is the most beautiful thing that I know, the reality of Jesus's presence with us in the Eucharist. And so I had years of beautiful encounters with the Lord. I knew that he had worked in my life so powerfully so many times. And so I was totally unwilling to walk away from my faith, but there's this big question mark and there was this big hurt. I couldn't doubt that God existed. I really felt like um, St. Peter in the gospels where Jesus says, will you leave me also? And Peter says, Lord, to whom else shall we go? You alone have the words of everlasting life. I couldn't think of anything I would rather run to. God wasn't there to tell me that everything was going to be okay. Things were not okay. I wondered so many times if I would ever get back to a place of safety or if everything would ever be okay again. So fast forward to May 17th, Honora gets to finally come home. So the immediate effects were just all kind of good. Like I didn't feel like I needed to think about the NICU too much. I just focused on doing all those things that I wanted to do. I felt very grateful for life. I, I still do I feel very grateful for all of those little things that are not little things. They are big things. <laughs> uh, I realized that there was still a deep hurt that need to be, needed to be addressed and healed when I started a Walking With Purpose Bible study. In the first chapter, they talk about how Eve chose to listen to the snake. I'm going to give you some kind of framework for this. The first thing I would do is just identify what is the lie that you're believing about God? What have you leaned in to listen to? And what have you chosen to adopt as truth? Something that in fact is not true about God. I immediately knew what that was in my life, that God was a bad absent father who had abandoned me when I most needed him. I thought he was really sneaky for changing up the way that he spoke to me because I had we had an agreement that this is how you speak to me when I pray in this way. And he would stop doing that. And so suddenly now when I need him most, he's changing up the way he talks to me. Like what kind of God does that? You know, that's so sneaky, that's so underhanded. Obviously, this is a big one. <laughs> this needs to be addressed. Things can feel one way even if they're not necessarily true. I, my emotional experience was real, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it was the only true side of the story. The next step is to understand that if that lie is going to be healed, that I need to put myself in a position of receptivity to receive the truth. And a similar analogy could be used for our human relationships. If my husband does something that um, offends or hurts me, I could choose to believe the lie that he is a bad husband, he is disrespectful, he's, you know, whatever. Or I could say, I don't believe that he is bad. I want to hear his side of the story. I want to reconcile our relationship. And in order to do that, I have to actually take on a position of receptivity where I say, can you explain to me why you did this thing? What were you thinking? Isaiah 55, five through eight says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. 
it takes a lot of time. It's not that you should have known and had this greater vision when you were going through your trials, but there is a greater purpose. There is a greater picture here than what you can currently see. And if you've got a lot of pain that's wrapping up all of your thoughts and all of your feelings surrounding this matter, I get it. I understand it. If you just say, I'm willing to listen. I'm just willing to hear what you have to say, God. There is comfort in the fact that there is a bigger picture. There's comfort in the fact that God is there all the time and he can see it even if you can't. So <laughs> it's very humbling because <laughs> of course my emotional experience was what it was. I felt abandoned. I had to be humble enough to accept that God may have been speaking to me in a way that I just didn't understand. And there's a larger truth that God wants to show you if you can open yourself up to him. Then you have to ask him to show you the truth. God, I want to reconcile my understanding of you. I want to reconcile our relationship. I want to know you again. And um, I want to believe that you are good. And I, I would love, please show me where you were. I think that is a prayer that he would really love to answer. He did answer it for me. So here's this bombshell moment that I referred to earlier. I prayed, I asked God, please show me where you were so that if something bad happens again, I'll know that I can trust you. Right now, I can't trust you fully because I feel like you abandoned me, but I don't want that to be my story. I want to be with you. Please show me where you were. And he did. I heard him say to me very clearly, read the letters. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. People wrote me so many letters during my time in the NICU. I received them with as much gratitude as I could, but the words didn't sink in. The words just, they all went right over my head. I, I kept them and I displayed them in the place where I was staying so that I could see them every day. And I had a reminder that people out there loved me, but their words couldn't penetrate this anxiety and this panic that I was feeling. I realized that those letters weren't written for Stacy back in January, February, March, and April and May. Those letters were written for Stacy now in this moment of healing. Those letters were written in a way that was so clear <laughs> that I would be able to read God's words to me all these months later when I needed healing. Those letters were God's words to me, written through other people. The Holy Spirit inspired my friends, acquaintances, and even strangers to write to me and to encourage me. But here's the crazy thing, is that God wasn't being sneaky and changing up the way that he was speaking to me. He was actually being more clear. <laughs> he was trying to knock on the door of my heart and show me that he was there in each of those letters that I received. And I just didn't see it that way at the time. Psalm 51, 10 through 12 says, A clean heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. I really believe there's nothing that God can't heal. Um, I truly feel that he has renewed my spirit and that in the next trial, in the next thing that comes my way, I will be able to lean on him and to trust him. I just read 2 Corinthians 5 through 17, which says, so whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed away and behold, new things have come. Now the part of the verse that struck me is probably not the part you'd expect. It says in Christ, for whoever is in Christ. 
And I suddenly realized as I read that verse, as I was struggling to understand why God put us through these trials, he is inviting us through those trials into the depths of his heart. Some part of the suffering that he experienced on Calvary, and he's uniting our sufferings to his, but at the same time he's encircling us, protecting us, keeping us close to him. So the closer you get to Christ, the more you are in him, the more protected you are, but then also sometimes the more you hurt. And that is just such an interesting dichotomy that I have been meditating on. Some of them are much more hidden and some of them are much more out there than others. But we all carry these trials and I know that we all need to be reminded over and over and over again that God, our good father, loves us and he is in fact here for us. God loves you just as you are right now. He is knocking on the door of your heart. He wants you to know him. If you persist and you keep trying and you're extremely honest with him, he wants to answer those prayers. Um, so I'd say give him a lot of patience and a lot of time. Stick with him because there's, there's nowhere else better that you can go. I hope that this has been helpful for you. Please know that I am praying for you if you've been through a significant trial or trauma. If your uh, trauma and trials and sufferings are causing you thoughts of harm or daily discomfort, please, please, please seek professional help. If this content has been helpful for you, I would really appreciate a like and a comment below. And if you want a question answered on my show, please reach out to me at my website, which I'll link below. So thank you so much, and I will see you in my next one. While we're here, I just want to take a pause for a second, and I want to let you know about this episode's sponsor, which is the Hello app. Hello is an incredible app. If you are struggling in prayer, or if you don't know how to get started learning to meditate, this app is for you. It is the number one Catholic app in the world. <laughs> and for scripture, background music to help you pray, daily verses, one minute meditations, new prayers, saints. There's over 500 sessions on Hallow. Pray also along with your community and your friends when they join Hallow. You can set yourself challenges. Oh my gosh, they have an Advent challenge coming up. You are definitely gonna wanna join that. I am on the wait list. So I'm super excited about that. It's a great way to get prepared for Christmas. Now, there's always the free version of the app, but there is tons of content on the premium version, which is so worth it in my opinion. So all of my listeners can get a, an extended free trial, 90 free days. That's three whole months where you get to try it and see if it's for you. So you've got nothing to lose. Just go to hallow.com slash Stacey and I'll put a link because my name is difficult to spell. So you can just click on that link and head on over and get your free three month trial.